If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. Good evening and thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Julian Grace. Well, it was an absolutely beautiful day today, wasn't it? The sun was out, the temperatures were enjoyable, but it's not sticking around for long. Meteorologist Anthony Baglione joins us from the WRL Severe Weather Center. And Anthony, there's a change up on the way, right? Certainly, Julian. Yeah, as we head into the next couple days, we're going to keep the warm temperatures, but really kind of unsettled with a couple rain chances through this week. I'm going to start off with a nice, happy picture for us this evening because it's beautiful out there. This is our Pinehurst camera. Lots of people out there golfing, just enjoying a lot of sunshine still sticking around here. As we head into this evening, though, as the clouds start to filter back in, we're going to see temperatures mainly get into the 50s. Nonetheless, so we sit at close to 70 for most of us right now. 64 in Goldsboro. We get into tomorrow, though. This is when we're going to have a system very close to us. It's riding right along the coast, and I call it a low impact system because I think for the majority of us, we're looking at just a pretty dry at least start to the day. Temperatures in the 50s. We get into the afternoon. Could see some spotty showers, mainly from the triangle off to the east. Highs once again, though, tomorrow in the low 70s, and then we get into the evening. Again, a few showers hours. The best chance is off to the east. It will not be a washout for us tomorrow, but we see that chance at least as this system gets closer. You can see it right there on Futurecast. We get into the early afternoon, Julian. That's when it starts to get close to the triangle. Coming up here in just a little bit, though, we'll walk through this more in detail and show you some warm temperatures here through this week. All right. Thank you, Anthony. Let's go to some breaking news right now. Three juveniles are in custody after a carjacking, a chase and shots fired all in Raleigh. Police say a car was stolen from Lions Park near Dennis Avenue around yesterday afternoon. But today the car was spotted. There was a chase with gunshots and it all ended on Hammond Road, which is where WRL's Carly Hayes joins us live to fill us in even more on this wild, wild story. Carly. Now, Julian, this is where the chase ended. The suspects in that vehicle eventually abandoned the car and made a run for it. They were heading in this direction towards this clearing before they were eventually arrested. Now, the silver sedan right in front of the police cruiser that you see in this video is the car that was stolen out of Lions Park near Dennis Avenue yesterday afternoon. Today, the owner's family members spotted it and started chasing it. And this chase went down Raleigh Boulevard through Rock Quarry Road and ended on Hammond, where we are right now. At one point, the suspects fired out of that stolen car. The suspect's car, it was also shot at, but it's unclear who fired towards them. And the stolen vehicle also had other damage to it inflicted during this whole chase. Its back right tire was reduced to just a rim. Raleigh police also found a handgun in the stolen car, but it's unclear who it belonged to. We were able to get a hold of a person who actually spotted the car and started chasing it over social media. They did not want to appear on camera, but they did tell us it was a long, crazy day. Julian. Oh, what a wild, wild day, as you said right there. Carly Hayes reporting live in Raleigh for us tonight.
Thank you. We have learned more about a deadly home invasion overnight in Orange County. This was breaking news you may recall on WRL this morning. This happened shortly after 1230 in the AM at a home on Highway 70 near the Buckhorn Road intersection near Mebane. Here's what the sheriff's office tells us. Three armed men broke into the home where 58 year old Jerry Driggers lived and demanded money. Driggers fired a shotgun, hitting one of the intruders. Someone in that group fired back, hitting Driggers, who died during surgery. All three intruders left the house after the exchange of gunfire. Deputies located Clarence, 28-year-old Brandon Hayes of Durham, in the parking lot of a business near the home. He had been shot in the abdomen and underwent surgery. We don't know his condition. He faces first-degree murder and other charges. Investigators are working to determine the identity of the other two intruders. And tonight we're getting a first look at security footage of a home invasion in Hope County. Investigators say three suspects are still on the run tonight. WRL's Laura Levine speaks with the victim who was beaten with a gun. What do you want? This is a look inside the kitchen of Tigray Hedden and his mother's home as intruders dressed in all black are seen on ring surveillance video grabbing him. It was scary. It was, I've never been through anything like that. It was just like something out of a movie. The two were watching TV at the home on Loop Road, but this was no movie scene. It was their reality. My mom kept saying she heard somebody outside. They took the light down from outside. It didn't come on. So when I came out the back room, they knocked on the door and asked to use the phone. And before I could turn around, they hit me in the head with a gun. Hedden tells me three more people came in and ransacked the house, pointing guns at him and his mother, who has Alzheimer's. You can hear her shouting with confusion. Right here, right here. One of them pointed a gun at my mom and I jumped in front of her. And one said, we're not going to hurt your mom. And another one came back and hit me in the back of the head. And that's when I fell on the floor. He says he pleaded with them, telling them they had the wrong house, the wrong people. They tried to drag me out the door. I think they was trying to get me in the car to go with them, but I was holding on. They pulled my shirt over my head, and it was a hammer by the door, and I was trying to grab something, anything. But um, once they saw me grab that, they let me go. But it didn't stop there. They took off in his car. The Hope County Sheriff's Office says the suspects fired shots at deputies as they tried to stop the fleeing car when responding to the scene. Shoot, Abby, shoot, Abby, shot fired. Shot fired. My vehicle's hit, my vehicle's hit, I'm 10-4. The car was found later abandoned near Purvis Court in Rayford. Octavius Purcell was found and arrested, now facing a slew of charges including attempted murder, shooting into an occupied vehicle, first-degree robbery to list a few. With three other suspects still on the run, Hedden says it's nerve-wracking to think this could happen again. Just be real alert, because this is, this is something that's real traumatizing. It is... I don't know how to explain it. I'm, I'm still nervous to be here, but I'm glad I'm here. Laura Levine, WREL News in Hope County. Oh, that had to be so frightening for that family. Hedden was released from the hospital later Friday night after being treated for a gash to his head. The sheriff's office says they have identified the other three suspects who are still at large tonight. A part of a mystery drive in Cary was closed today as crews cleaned up after a car crash. A breaking news tracker saw crews working to get a truck turned on his side back on all four tires. It looks like another car on the scene was damaged. No word on any injuries at this time. 
Crews in Cumberland County were on the scene of a deadly accident involving a pedestrian and late last night. This was the scene near the intersection of Linden Road and River Mist Lane. You can see just how foggy it was when emergency responders got to the scene. Now it's not clear if that fog was responsible for the accident you see here. The victim has not yet been identified. Four women were taken to the hospital after a fight broke out overnight at the cookout on New Bern Avenue. Raleigh police say the fight started after a fender bender. Investigators say one of the women, Deisha Mills, had a knife. Two women were cut in the brawl. All four involved went to the hospital. Mills was taken to jail and is charged with assault with a deadly weapon, inflicting serious injury. I know you're counting. We are less than two days away from polls opening for North Carolina's primary election. Voters will pick which candidate they want to see win the Republican Party's presidential nomination. Both former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley and former President Donald Trump were in North Carolina yesterday. Trump was the projected winner for the three caucus caucuses yesterday in Ohio, Idaho, Michigan and Missouri. Haley has yet to win a primary. On Meet the Press on WRL this morning, Haley said she no longer feels bound by a pledge by the RNC to support the GOP nominee. Well, early voting ended in North Carolina yesterday afternoon. Now your next chance, only chance, I should say, to vote in the primary is on Election Day on Tuesday. Polls open at 6.30 in the morning and close at 7.30 at night. Now we went out and talked to early voters yesterday, asking them the question, what issues matter to you the most? I want to make sure that we support pro-public -educa education candidates. I care about democracy. And I don't want uh, people infringing on that and making rules to make it harder to vote. I feel like voters really care about childcare and housing and day-to-day -day tangible things in their lives. Um, and that's why I'm out here voting, just exercising that right. Ah, we just love to hear from you guys. Now, you can hear more of those interviews and the advice longtime voters have for people coming out to the polls for the very first time. That's all on our website at WRL.com. Check it out. It's waiting just for you. Well, WRL is your Super Tuesday election night headquarters. We'll have the fastest results as they're counted on WRL TV, WRL.com, and of course, the WRL News app. Look for updates on all the big races every 30 minutes after the polls close on WRL News Plus, which you can find on Channel 34 over the air, Spectrum 1257, your smart TV and mobile devices as well. Now, throughout the night and on air and online, we'll have insight and analysis from our NC Capital team. They will get you ready and dissect all of the votes as they come in. Well, for national coverage, NBC News will have a full wrap-up of Super Tuesday results from across the country at 10 p.m. on WRAL. And our team of reporters will have you covered with the local races at 10 o'clock on Fox 50. Then at 11 on WRAL, we'll have it all for you. The big local and state races and a recap of Super Tuesday from across the country. A 10 year old just received a gift to help her achieve her dreams. You have to see this story. I'm so excited to tell you about it. How she was able to get a brand new wheelchair to improve her game on the tennis court. Plus, they're back. ESPN's College Game Day coming back to the triangle. When you can catch the show ahead of Battle 2 for Battle of the Blues. That's coming up. Breaking right now in the WRL Live Center, Vice President Kamala Harris calls for a ceasefire in Gaza during a speech in Alabama today. Take a look. She was there for the 59th anniversary of Bloody Sunday in Selma. 
In that speech, Harris also condemned Hamas and called on the Israeli government to increase assistance in Gaza. It all comes just one day after the U.S. military airdropped humanitarian aid. Back to you. Well, people who live in southern Wade County will soon have another option for medical care. Let me explain. The Wade County Southern Regional Center is reopening tomorrow. It will offer parental care, pediatric care, and STD testing for people in South Raleigh, Apex, Fuquay, Verena, and other parts of Southern Wade County. The clinic accepts Medicaid and most insurances. It opens tomorrow morning at 830. Well, I'm so excited to introduce you to this young lady right here. A 10-year-old Wake Forest girl received an incredible gift this weekend. This is Morgan Jenkins, and she has been in the Abilities Tennis Program for two years. She's been in physical therapy since she was 15 months old with an unknown diagnosis. Through her program, Morgan has shown her dedication to tennis with a wheelchair that did not allow her to move around the court freely. Now, the Abilities Tennis Association of North Carolina has brought her a new sports chair that allows her to fully participate in the game. So being able to provide, you know, Morgan, you know, or, or, or someone in Morgan's position, you know, the ability to be able to, you know, to be a little bit more mobile, you know, in, in a sport that they enjoy. I mean, it means a lot. I feel um, very, very excited. I felt like um, grateful. Is that awesome or what? Now, Morgan's chair has been designed not only for the tennis court, but for Morgan herself, who plans to use the chair and continue playing tennis for a long, long time. I know the Jenkins family, and I'm so happy to see this for them. Morgan, keep paving the way. All right, they're back. ESPN's College Game Day is coming back to the Triangle this time to Durham. The game day team will be at Cameron Indoor Stadium for the men's basketball regular season finale and part two of Battle of the Blues. Now Duke is looking for a little revenge on their home court after UNC beat them 93-84 to at the Dean Smith Center. Doors for game day open at Cameron Indoor at 9.30 in the morning. The show starts at 10 a.m. And admission, of course, is absolutely free. So better get there early if you want to get a seat. Anthony, can we talk about this and just dwell on this beautiful Sunday? Was it gorgeous or what? Beautiful. Yeah, I was outside for a walk and Julian getting some lunch earlier today, and it was just so nice. It's comfortable. We had some sunshine coming through. Absolutely. And then this is the picture, Julian, that we're left with this evening. Gorgeous out there. That sunset going down, or the sun going down. It's nice here, of course, as we get closer to that time change, which the time change, you know, where we're losing the hour of sleep. But we're going to start to see those kind of later sunsets, if you will, or at least the, the more daylight into the evenings. Beautiful out there right now. We have some high-level clouds coming on through temperatures there in the blue box are in the upper 60s for most of us low 60s in Roxborough South Hill at 63 the dew point though that measure of the moisture in the air in that white box when it's below 60 you do not feel humidity and when it's in the 50s right there just a picture perfect day. That's kind of what we're looking at this evening because though those dew points are in the 50s. Keep in mind temperatures in the 60s. It's not going to take a lot for that temperature to get down to the dew point like we saw last night. That potential is going to be there for some fog if that happens. And this morning we had dense fog advisories out. I think that's going to be a potential for us again tonight. There's early tomorrow morning, especially let's say from the triangle down toward Fayetteville. Anywhere this gets set up, visibilities could be down just a little bit. So bear that in mind here early tomorrow morning. We talk about the fog to start. It's going to be dry though. Otherwise we head through the afternoon. Here's kind of the look at the rain chances this week or so. 
30% for us tomorrow. I've lowered that just a little bit. It's a pretty minor impact system. We're going to walk through that, but then our big time, at least rain coming in, it does not look like any severe weather concerning in that regard, comes in on Wednesday and then into Saturday of next weekend. Those two days at this point look pretty wet. We start us off tomorrow morning. Here's 8 o'clock. Again, the clouds in place, some fog, but we should be dry. There's going to be a system right offshore, so our coastal area is looking pretty wet, but it's going to be kind of shunted, if you will, a little bit by some drier air that's currently in place, like we were talking about with those dew points right now in the 50s. It gets close to Goldsboro. We get here into the late afternoon. It starts to get close, and you may see some of that spin in the atmosphere. It's a center of low pressure that's going to be close, so you may have some you know, headache issues tomorrow with this thing moving overhead. We get through the the afternoon though there's scattered showers by the time we get to let's say 11 o'clock in the evening that does get around the triangle but I think for the most part we are looking at a relatively calm day we'll call it a few showers upper 60s and low 70s so it still will be warm our bigger system though comes in on Wednesday here's kind of a broad view of futurecast it's going to pick up a lot of golf moisture right there and it gets close to us watch what happens there into Wednesday heavy rainfall. It's going to last just about the entire day and it starts to move out into the early part of Thursday morning. But before that, I really think Wednesday is just going to be kind of a, a soaker of a day for us. We're at 70 tomorrow, though. Temperature is definitely warm. 72 on Tuesday, looking like a dry day on Tuesday. We'll get some sunshine. Really not too bad. There's the rainfall on Wednesday early on Thursday. The majority of the day, though, on Thursday is dry. And then, Julian, we get into next weekend 62, so a little bit cooler on Sunday and more rain for most of our Saturday. Day. All right, thanks, Anthony. Casey is here with us, and Casey, things are starting to get tight in this basketball season. Yeah, well, it's here. It's 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 over. The regular season today was as we set up for the ACC tournament, so it was that finale at Reynolds Coliseum. State needed to overcome an ugly first half. Meanwhile, and that was another instant classic in the Duke Carolina rivalry, ladies' edition. We got highlights next. Final day of the regular season means senior day. NT State celebrating River Baldwin, Mimi Collins, and Madison Hayes. But back getting some good news. Hayes does plan to return for her final season. Now this afternoon was an important game for NT State for ACC tourney seeding purposes. Hosting a Wake Forest team that is 2-15 in ACC play. But Westmore warned the Deeks play state tough in any sports. Let's get you out to Reynolds Coliseum and let's go freshman to senior. Zoe Brooks finds River Baldwin. She had 13 points in this one. Now these two teams had just 12 points in the first quarter combined. Woof! But the Demon Deacons erupt in the third, scoring 31 points. Layup no good. Kick out for the three. Reagan Connolly gives Wake Forest the lead with a pack on upset alert. Man, they were shooting just two of 25 at one point. Pack trying to rally here. Isaiah James in the fast break. Pull-up floater is good. James chips in 12. Baldwin out of the post. Going to find Mimi Collins in the corner. You can count it. She had eight points in the fourth quarter. Sny Rivers, though, puts a bow on it. Defense to offense. That's her specialty. State holds off Wake Forest with a 27-7 run to end the game. Give a kiss to the crowd. 75-57 the final. And then just, you know, hey, we've worked so hard all year long and you don't want to just throw it out the window right here. So, um, you know, again, some points you got to dig deep and, you know, some people would say, oh, that's putting pressure on them. Hey, it's going to be pressure. We go over to Greensboro. It's going to be pressure in the NCAA tournament. Got to be able to step up and handle it. And, and again, I'm proud of them. They were able to do that in the fourth quarter. 
Well, last month, Duke made an incredible comeback against North Carolina, outscoring the Heels 34-14 in the final corner and overtime. Both squads going 3-2 and two since that game. Duke Carolina sitting 7th and 8th, respectively, in the ACC standings, playing for rivalry, bragging rights, of course, and also those tournament seedings. Good job to Carmichael Arena, Kayla McPherson getting them all fired up, even though she can't play in this one. Now, Carol Lawson, always intense, but she's ready to go. UNC, though, taking it to him to start. Deja Kelly, the top finish. Then it's fellow senior Alyssa Usby, the signature step through. UNC got up 22 to 7 over the Blue Devils, but Duke never out of this one because of that lady. They respond a three from Emma Cable. Momentum starting to shift in this one. Then we got nice ball movement. Kennedy Brown caps off a 20-4 Duke run. Blue Devils were up one at the half, but this one comes down to the wire. Heels take the rematch 63-59. We're going to have a full breakdown and reaction from that one. Plus, we'll have the breakdown of the brackets. Plus, a whole lot more tonight on Sports Extra following the 10 p.m. news on Fox 50. To the Diamond, North Carolina completes the sweep over Princeton. Luke Stevenson sends a missile to Karen Shelton Stadium. 102 mile per hour exit velo, his second dinger of the season. Vance Honeycutt, two for four for three stolen bases. Heels win 13 6. To the dope, number 14, NC State hit eight home runs in yesterday's doubleheader against Towson. Today, a little small ball, kind of. Jake Cozart to the Jacob Cozart to the fence. RBI double sparks a four-run first. And how about Alec Makarevich? He stays hot. It was batting practice for him. Three doubles, five RBIs, pack sweeps. The four-game set, 14-4, the final. And to Jack Field. Duke bounces back after dropping its first game of the season yesterday. Zach Morris rakes. He blasts a 413-footer. Already his sixth homer of the season. They go on to win this one, Julian, 7-2. Oh, what a great day to watch some baseball. Thanks, Casey. And thanks for joining us. Have a great night. We'll see you a little bit later. Hey, I'm Tim Donnelly from 99.9 The Fan. And I'm Brian Murphy from WRAL News. Sports betting is finally legal in North Carolina. Getting to this point in this state wasn't easy. How it happened is a backstory worth telling. And that's what we're going to do in a new season of our podcast, A Brief History of Triangle Sports. The podcast is out now. Follow A Brief History of Triangle Sports on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, or on YouTube. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.